Welcome back to the Win Daily Podcast for today, August 14th, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy here again with Mark Piquette, our weatherman and DFS expert. Uh, check out his weather blog as part of your premium gold subscription on uh, Win Daily. Premium gold subscription will give you access to premium content for all sports, not just baseball, including our upcoming football projections and NFL content. Uh, how are we looking weather-wise for tonight, sir? Well, we got some weather in the Northeast continue. A few showers for the Yankees game. I know they play pretty early in the afternoon. I don't see any issue getting this game played, but I wouldn't be shocked by a delay at some point. Uh, then we have the other games in the Northeast. Philly is an evening game. That one looks like a pretty high chance of a delay, in my opinion. But again, I think they get it in. Game in Washington, same thing, uh, maybe a little bit of a risk, and then there's a chance of a shower or thunderstorm around Atlanta today. So basic idea is I don't expect any postponements, but look for a, de- a delay possible in those four locations. So this, this is really not a time of year where uh, you know we're really worrying too much about weather in baseball. No, you're exactly right. Um, I saw this great pie graph that someone put together early in the year, and it had the like the, the the number of postponements by month. And I mean, March and April, when you throw those two together, have the highest number of postponements. Uh, July and August would probably be the lowest number. September, you start getting into a little bit more fall storms, so it starts to come up a little bit. But March and April, by far, are the highest months. Postponements in July and August are pretty darn rare. It's always so cold in April, too, it seems. In a lot yeah, of- that's another risk. I mean, when you have an outdoor game in Detroit or Minnesota, we've seen a couple times over the last couple of years that they will postpone, not because of rain or snow, but because of cold, yes. How does how does the the hot weather affect, uh, you know, affect play at this point in the season? Well, I think in general what we see is, is it, we don't have to be a rock and scientist to see a ton of home runs hit. Now, obviously that is not all responsible to, to the weather, but weather plays somewhat of a role. When it's warm and humid, as it has been, the ball carries quite a bit better. I mean, obviously we've heard a ton of about the baseball, uh, the seams on the baseball, uh, just the, the hitting philosophy in general, sw- swinging for the fences and the the, the swing trajectory and that kind of stuff. So obviously that stuff plays a role as well and possibly a bigger role than weather, but when it's warm and humid, the ball carries well. Yeah, it's certainly, especially for the Yankees lately. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, luckily for the rest of the American League, this is the last game today against the Orioles for the Yankees for the rest of the season. So Maybe they'll calm down on their home run hitting a little bit, but uh, go right back to the well today, I think. All right. Uh, we got a big slate, so let's get to it. Uh, we'll start with the Texas Rangers against the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Colby Allard against uh, Sean Reed Foley. Allard recently coming over over from the Braves against uh, Sean Reed Foley, who, has, who hasn't pitched badly at all, uh, you know, but certainly walking batters is, is going to hurt him. Uh, Allard's got a 415 ERA so far. Uh, you know, this game doesn't jump out at me uh, in any major way, but uh, the way the Toronto young bats are, are hitting lately, you know, maybe at least want a mini stack here against Colby Allard. Yeah, I think what you just said really stood out to me. I was just looking at my lineup for I'm going to try to play some 
early slate, which is basically the bigger slate of the day, and then some late slate as well, that regular 7 o'clock start. But this game didn't stand out to me. Um, as you said, though, it's hard to argue at any point with these Toronto kids, uh, with Vigio Bichette had a historic start to his major league season, and obviously the one that gets the most attention is Vlad Guerrero, and he, he may be the... Yeah, did, uh, did Bichette have like 15 extra base hits in his first 15 games, something yeah. like that? Yeah. He broke the major league record for most extra base hits in his ten first ten games. I believe it was something like eleven or something like that. But yeah, I mean just an amazing start to the season, no doubt. I mean to his career, no doubt. Yeah, very interesting. Yes. Uh, the Orioles are the Yankees, which means that you should uh you should start Labor Torres. Yeah, I mean, he quasi-disappointed last night, but uh, you're going to tell me that you don't go back to that? Well, a guy that I just continue to use because I'm like, he has to be better than this. He has to be better than this. And he's one of the cheaper Yankees, amazingly, is Aaron Judge. Uh, He did come up with a a two-RBI double last night, but besides that, over the last four or five days, he's been pretty disappointing. Does he break out today? I think he's got a good shot against Dylan Bundy, uh, but can you argue anywhere in that Yankee lineup? Not really. I mean, another guys I was looking at with Talkman and Gardner, you know, they'll be in that lineup against a righty. So, I mean, and, and Ford at first base. I mean, you really can't go wrong here with the Yankees against the Orioles. Yeah, Bundy's been inconsistent, but the Yankees always batted the Orioles. Uh, and Gary Sanchez is only 4,000, so you've got to get him in. He can help you stack. Uh, so can Didi Gregorius at 4,100. DJ LeMayu hit his 19th home run last night. He's at 4,900. And on the other side, you know, Jay Happ, you know, get some of these power bats in here because Happ has been very prone to the long ball. Uh, Trey Mancini is worth the 4,900 tonight. Uh, no chance on Chris Davis because – you got a lefty lefty split, but uh, you know there might be one or two bats here you want for you want for the pop. Renato Nunez is cooled off, but he's only thirty eight hundred. I take a chance on Nunez against Happ at Yankee Stadium tonight. Yeah, Nunez is a classic uh, lefty masher. I like that call a lot. The one thing about Sanchez, he was in the lineup yesterday. This is a day game. Oftentimes, uh, the catcher will get a rest, and Austin Romine will be in there. But Sanchez could possibly DH, so we'll just have to. Watch the lineups as they come out. And, of course, as you always say, Scott, the Win Daily chat room with the Slack chat room will be keeping us posted about who's in the lineup and who isn't. Yeah, Robot's just 3,500, so he could be your punt. Uh, the Red Sox are at the Indians. Dramatic uh, game last night. And then you got Shane Bieber against Brian Johnson. Shane Bieber, probably the best cash game play, uh, 11,000. You know, you got to spend up to get him on DraftKings against Brian Johnson, and you definitely like some of these Cleveland bats against Brian Johnson here. Uh, Jose Ramirez, the price is caught up now at this point, though, to 4900 Yeah, he's been one of the hottest hitters on the planet since the All-Star break. Um, he's tough to fade right now. Johnson is – I believe he started last week and only went like two and a third, two and two-thirds. This will be sort of a bullpen game for the Red Sox. They are very hesitant to say that uh, and go with that philosophy, but it generally will be. Uh, yeah, I mean, Bieber's pitched great. Uh, the Red Sox have a deep and powerful lineup, so that will be a challenge for him today. 
but I'm not going to argue if you like him at home. Uh, it just seems like the Indians are something else at home. And, yeah, you're right. It was a big win for the Red Sox to keep their uh, remote playoff hopes alive last night. If you don't want to spend up for Shane Bieber, Wade Miley continues to roll. He takes on the White Sox 11-4 and with a, with a 299 ERA. Uh, and he's only 9,400 on DraftKings. Uh, and then you get Ross Detweiler has been 0-2. Uh, you got to love the Astros stack on the on the early slate here. Uh, many bats you can get. Jose Altuve, 5,200. Bregman's hurt, though. May not play. Gorell is 5,000. Uh, just 4,100. Springer's 5,100. Correa's 5,200. All the big stars are aptly priced, but maybe can save some money with Robinson Chirino since 3600 uh, and work something out here with Marisnik, et cetera. But if you can, I think you have to build an Astro stack against Detweiler. That makes perfect sense to me, uh, Scott. I mean, this Detweiler is not a good pitcher. Houston is a deep and powerful lineup. Like you said, Bregman has some injury concerns. Just make sure he's in the lineup. And if he's not, I mean, you probably have a really good replacement in Diaz, who's a uh, been up for about a week or two in the major so he's a good uh pivot if you'd like to use some houston bats uh kyle gibson coming off from uh issuing a career high six walks for six runs in his last start going against geo gonzalez the twins with a dramatic win last night twins and brewers uh not a spot where you can use geo either here this looks like an avoid game though because you know, Geo's been decent, but maybe you get some of these Milwaukee bats in here against Kyle Gibson. They'll get on base. Uh, you know, Mustakis is only $3,900. Uh, Braun's only $4,300. Kane is slumping. Uh, you know, maybe he'll break out $3,800. Thames is just $3,900. So you, you, you can build a Brewer stack against Gibson if you want to do it. Especially keep an eye on if that roof is open, which it should be, that ball just seems to carry very well with the roof open and during the day. So that could be your alternate of a, a Yankee stack is a Brewer stack. Um, as you said, there's plenty of bats to go around. And I mean, you mentioned Lorenzo Cain being ice cold, but I mean, if there's a spot for him to be able to turn it around and break out, this would be it. Um, but yeah, I like your philosophy there that Milwaukee bats is certainly going to be in play today. Then we have Arizona, Colorado, probably the top stack of the afternoon. Kyle Freeland's just been terrible. So you want to get some Rockies bats in there. Uh, Any way you can do it, Cattell Marte's 5,400, but he's worth it. Uh, you got Escobar is 5,500. Uh, I would say at least these are not great bats. Uh, so I would say at least uh, a mini stack from Colorado. And then, uh, you know, going against Robbie Ray, you know, he could get a lot of punch outs, could give up some runs. So I think Colorado and Arizona mini stacks are in there, although I prefer, prefer overall stacks. I prefer Houston to the Yankees on the early slate. Well, I get the, yeah, I mean, like you said, it's all the talent versus cores here. We saw last night where the Diamondbacks all of a sudden shot to the top of the, the stacking uh Look, just because of Gray was replaced by Hoffman, so all of a sudden you had a above-average major league pitcher going to a below-average major league pitcher, and all of a sudden the Arizona Diamondbacks were hugely in play. As you said, Kyle Friedland has been horrible this year. Uh, 
I think it's very similar to last night. Arizona, if they're not the top stack, they're right there with Houston and the Yankees, as you mentioned, Scott. We're looking for that cheap second pitcher that you want to stack bats on at DraftKings or uh, maybe your only starter on that early slate on FanDuel. Cal Quantrill's just 7,300 uh, going at home against Tampa Bay. Uh his last six outings of 182 ERA, 5-3, three, 321 overall, but much better than expected going against opener Jalen Beeks. Yeah, Quantrill is really, I mean, he had a rough, rough, rough start to his major league career with a couple of negative outings in terms of DK points uh, in his game log. But since the All-Star break, yeah, I mean, you see 16.5, 27.6, 17.8, his worst start since the all-star break was in LA against the we know the really tough hitting uh, really good hitting excuse me Dodgers and then his last start 26.8 at home against the Rockies so this guy is really coming together he doesn't strike out a ton but he's just not giving up any home runs doesn't walk any batters that's really uh, in 2019 you don't walk batters and you don't give up home runs you're probably going to keep your team in the game and that's what we're going to expect out of Quantrill today. Oakland and San Francisco, Homer Bailey has been something of a disappointment for, since coming over, uh, but not that you would use too many San Francisco bats, but Tyler Beatty's had an 838 ERA uh, <laughs> over his last four starts, and I think you got to at least get an Oakland mini stack going here. And I think if you want to afford, and that's what I'm working on right now, is uh, a DK prevent lineup with some Yankees and Diamondbacks, I think you have to look at Homer Bailey. His last start was horrible, yes. But that was against the Cubs in Wrigley. The, the Cubs at Wrigley is always a tough outing for any pitcher. Before then, again on DK, he had 14.7 points against Milwaukee and 22.2 against Texas. I mean... He ends up around 15 fantasy points on DK. I think you're happy with a $6,800 price on DK. Uh, and and it's not like San Francisco is anyone to be scared of in terms of offensively. Yeah, they're scrappy, but I don't think they're going to blow him out of the water, so to speak. Well, you've been on point with a lot of your off-center uh, pitching picks, so I'm going to have to recommend Homer Bailey today. Yeah, I mean, last night I went Joe Ross and Flaherty. I think Flaherty was pretty uh, chalky, but a lot of my cash games, Ross was two to three percent owned, and I was like, wow, against Cincinnati on the road, with when Washington is probably going to win this game, I, I have to really like him. Now, obviously, he didn't light the world on fire or strike out a bunch of guys, but he did his job, got a win, and 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 put me in the green. Cincinnati and Washington marquee pitching matchup in the afternoon. Trevor Bauer for 10,200 against Steven Strasburg. Looking to bounce back from a bad start, 10,600. Uh, both these pitches are, are in play, but uh, it's going to be a duel here, and that's going to make it something of a gamble. Yeah, uh, this is, yeah, I think you have to know that Strasburg had had been pitching very, very well, and then he had that speed bump his last time out, I would expect him to be able to turn it around. I guess my problem and why I'm not using him is, as we've mentioned, there's so many bats in really good spots that I want to spend up for. So 
Strasburg's not going to be on my list, but if you want to use him and find some cheap bats, it is a lot of day games. You do see a lot of subs being able to be played, then and you can afford Strasburg. I think you go all for it. Yeah. So I guess in the early slate, we prefer Strasburg, then uh, then Beaver. We really got to spend up Wade Miley, uh, Cal Quantrill, and the uh, the Mark Special is Homer Bailey. Uh, Stacks. We like. We like the Yankees, we like the Astros, we like the Diamondbacks. Yes, sir. Night, that's that's yeah. right on. Yeah. Night slate, uh, Cole Hamels with a homecoming tonight. Uh, 9,300 against the Phillies. Uh, when you look at the emotion of this, uh, you know, maybe it makes you want to uh, spend on Hamels, who's bouncing, trying to bounce back from a bad start. Against Aaron Nola, who hasn't uh, pitched well either recently. He's 10,200. This, this should be a fun pitcher's duel, but I I might take Hamels just for the fun of it here. I think you're right. I mean, on DK, he's $900 cheaper. Uh, he, he's riding high, like you said, on the emotions. He did have a, a rough start his last time out, but that was uh, in Cincinnati, which is a tough place to pitch. Phillies um, obviously has some major offensive problems. I, I saw some of their ranks since the All-Star break, and they're all – in the bottom five in the Major League Baseball, and then they fired their hitting coach and, and hired longtime manager Charlie Manuel uh, to try to turn things around. With that talent the Phillies have, you have to worry about uh, them having a sort of a, a relevation with Manuel as their hitting coach, but um, probably not tonight against Hamels, as you mentioned. Usually I like to use Noller at home, but like you said, he, he had this mini – uh, stretch where he was breaking out. He looked like the Cy Young contender that he was last year, but since then, he's fallen back a little bit. Maybe it's just not his year this year, and and, and his opponent can really hit the ball. So I don't know if I'm going to go look for either pitcher here, but I think I, I like your, what you're thinking, that Hamels is probably favored over Nola. Then we go to Seattle and Detroit. Here's your money saver of the night. Marco Gonzalez coming off of uh, a nine-strikeout performance uh, at 8,700 uh, against the Tigers. Edwin Jackson will get will get the start uh, for Seattle, which is uh, pretty much mailing it in. Kyle Seeger coming off a three-homer game uh, last night. He's just 4,000 on DraftKings. Uh, Malik Smith has started to hit again. He's 4,200. But if I'm going to use anybody in this game, it's Marco Gonzalez. My gosh, the the Tigers are still run, run, running out Edward Jackson. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I mean, you hate to ever say, let's stack the Seattle bats. But Edwin Jackson, oh, my gosh. I mean, well, Edwin Jackson's pitching for Seattle, so. He's no, he's a, pitching for Detroit, right? I'm sorry, he's pitching for Detroit. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, yeah, maybe a mini stack at least of uh, yeah. Seattle bats. So. Yeah, get some pieces of Seattle, I think, here. That that. Edwin Jackson should not be in the major leagues right now. Then you got the Dodgers and the Marlins. Kershaw is the obvious cash game play tonight at eleven thousand two eight hundred. Uh, then you got Eliza Hernandez, who's got been terrible on the road and good at home. So uh, three twenty nine ERA at home. So maybe this Dodger stack is, you know, not not as attractive as you think. But then look at everything they did last night. You know, getting the rookies to hit home runs. And then, uh, you know, there, there's some guys like if Matt Beatty gets in the lineup, he's only 4,100. Kyle Seager homered, he's only 4,100. Uh, Bellinger's 5,500, but it'll be worth it. Muncy's 5,100. 
Pollock's heating up a little bit. He's 4,200. So you can't go with the Dodgers stack tonight. There's not too many options tonight. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, I mean, like you mentioned, Hernandez is good at home. So I don't know if I'm going to be all over the Dodger bats. But like you said, I mean, the Dodgers are something else when it comes to the National League. They're by far best hitting team in the National League. And you look at some of his opponents at home, uh, Hernandez, that was, and it hasn't been the Dodgers. You know, it's been teams like uh, San Diego and the Mets, even though the Mets are a different story right now, though the, the Mets games were a while ago um, when they, they aren't who they were. The, the St. Louis, I see, Philly uh, that we mentioned, that's just not hitting the ball well. So I don't think I can recommend Hernandez, but I don't know if I'm going to go a full Dodger stack either. Maybe you, you kind of just head somewhere in between. The Mets are at the Braves. Uh, the Mets, after a nine-game winning streak, have dropped their last two, dropped the opener last night. Steven Matz at 7,100 against Dallas Keuchel at 6,800. Matz, uh, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a narrative on him that he's very inconsistent, but it seems like Matt Matz will go four or five good starts before getting blown up. Quality starts in three of his last four. Uh, I think he might actually be a contrarian play tonight. Uh, at at seventy one hundred, and then against Keuchel, who didn't look good his last time out, just got obliterated. You know the way the Mets' offense is going lately. Even though we might not have no McNeil, he'll have an MRI on his hamstring today. Uh, you know, I think the Mets might bounce back, and it might be, but it might be actually uh, pretty pretty good to use a Mets stack against Keuchel tonight. I, I'm I'm gonna be agreeing with you here. The Mets have suddenly turn their season around as you're well aware of Scott uh, and losing two games in, in sort of rough fashion, especially with Wheeler on the mound last night, they were expecting big things out of him and it, it didn't go quite as expected. I, I look for them to tr have a really good chance of winning this game today. Yeah. Atlanta is a good team, but the Mets have proven that they're sort of destiny's children, sort of, I, I but today is going to go a long way in my mind, whether they're pretenders or contenders, and I think they're more the latter, the contenders. So I do look, and I like Matt's bats, and I think Matt's, like you mentioned, 7,100 on DK is a great value. Pittsburgh's at Los Angeles. Chris Archer coming off a good start, but I still wouldn't trust him. 8,200 on DraftKings going against Dylan Peters, who may be the pitching play of the night. It's 6,300 against the Pirates. Josh Bell started to heat up, and the Pirates have started to hit a little bit better. But uh, Peters been a nice surprise for the Angels just with a 345 ERA. So that's uh, if I want to spend up for Kershaw and save up some of the money on, on DraftKings, I'll use Peters as my second pitcher. I like that I'm thinking, and the, the thing about Josh Bell is that he's a much better left-handed hitter than right-handed. He's obviously a switch hitter, and tonight against Peters, he's going to have to hit right-handed. All of the, his three-game hot streak that broke out of the tremendous slump he had been since the All-Star break has been left-handed. Tonight, you're asking the bat right-handed. I don't think his hot streak will carry over as easily as what some people may think against Dylan Peters. St. Louis is in Kansas City. Dakota Hudson is another salary saver, I believe, at 6,000. Uh, you look at his game log, and he hasn't been bad at all. Uh, Brad Keller is a guy I always try to load up some bats against. Uh, Goldschmidt's just 4,300, even though he doesn't give me the split. Uh, at least a St. Louis mini stack here, and uh, Dakota Hudson's another salary saver, too. 
Yeah, it, it, but he's sort of like the Cal Poncho of the night slate. Not a really sexy pick, not going to strike out a ton, but he keeps his game on, a team in the game, generally keeps the ball on the ground, and he doesn't give up a lot of homers or walks. So as we talked about, that is the 2019 recipe to keep your team in the game, not to give up walks and not to give up homers. So I think he has a good spot at a good game tonight. Yeah, so when we look at the night slate, I'd say bets and Dodgers stacks, but you know maybe you can save some money, especially on a two pitcher site, uh, by going Dylan Dylan Peters and uh, Dakota Hudson, and it maybe load up on some bats. I like that philosophy. I think you're gonna need some savings somewhere, so uh, to get the bats that you want. So those pitchers that you met- mentioned are gonna be a good way to do that. Yeah, maybe in a tournament you just spent seventy one hundred on Steven Metz. I like that. I mean, and and people aren't going to be on him. You're playing in. Uh, I was going to say Fulton County Stadium. It's not that <laughs> untrust stadium. And the Braves are a good hitting team, and so uh, there's not going to be many people on them. There's no doubt about that. All right. Thanks for listening to the Wind Daily podcast for today, and uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, for premium gold, everything you need, including DFS Pro projections and a live Slack chat where you can talk to us one-on-one. We'll see you tomorrow.